Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. It's the Steelers Blitz on a top five Friday. I mean, you guys know the drill, all right? We don't like to work hard on Mondays. We don't like to work hard on Fridays. Isn't it pretty simple? Pretty simple. It's pretty simple. But what we do there is, you know, we just come up with good topics that we can kick around, that we can banter, that we can give a little opinion on. We work smarter. Maybe that's the way to put it. We work smarter, not harder ah, on okay, Mondays okay, and Fridays. Okay. That right? works. That works. <laughs> if you're just joining us, if maybe you missed it, in our first segment, we started uh, our lists of top five Steelers with the most to prove in 2022. Very simple concept. Now we go to our top two. Just a reminder real quick, I had a Kello Witherspoon fifth on my list. I cheated, and I penciled in Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, the two wide receivers at number four. And then I had Chooks Okorafor at number three. Motsi went Deontay, Chase, Devin Bush. Yeah, no pencil in. I only have three names, not four. He ain't cheating like me, but yeah. I live by the Bill Belichick credo of if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Whoa, oh. When did Belichick Wait, what happened? Hold on, wait, so hold on. What? Huh? What, the, what, what just happened? I was going to say, why, why everybody throw cheating on him? I'm just trying to figure that out. Well, I mean... I'm Do waiting. We need I'm waiting. Let's not, you know how this is oh, going to work. I'm about to we're going yeah, yeah, yeah. to start getting a million tweets on yeah, Bill and Cheat. And all I was about to say, come Patriots. on now. Number two on my list, Arthur Motes, another guy that you just discussed. Devin Bush is number two on my list. One mm, spot. Okay, I just got okay. him one spot higher than you had him. For all the reasons that you just alluded to at the end of last segment, this is a guy, and listen, it's not his fault that the Steelers, tra- you know, he wasn't he wasn't standing there screaming for the Steelers. He wasn't the one who made that decision to go up into the top 10 and get him. He wasn't the one who made himself the Steelers' first top 10 pick on defense since Rod Woodson all the way back in 1987, 35 years ago. <laughs> That's a long, long, long time ago. But when you are drafted like that, when a team trades up into the top 10 from the 20s to nab you, especially when you're not a quarterback, we see that happen a lot for quarterbacks. Yeah. Not as often. It's not in, in completely rare. The Steelers have done it successfully with Santonio San Holmes, with Troy Polamalu. But it is much more rare that a team will go up uh, and give up a bunch of draft capital to go get a non-quarterback in the draft. So far, hasn't worked out according to plan for the Steelers. He had a pretty solid rookie year. He showed some signs early on in his second season and then had the unfortunate injury. But ever since then, it's been a whole lot of, you know, A whole lot more questions than answers. It's been a whole lot more waiting to see and giving him some benefit of the doubt as opposed to getting results. And at times that's okay. At times that leash has been too long. This year is is when the rubber really meets the road. You nailed it. After this year, I think we're going to be saying one of two things. Either A, okay, Devin Bush isn't a superstar, 
but he is a starting caliber linebacker in the National Football League. You know, when we took him in the top 10, we were hoping he was going to be all pro caliber every single year. He's not, but he's a he's an LB1. Yeah. Or we're going to be doing the the journeyman thing, I think, where okay, it's not working out for him in Pittsburgh. Now he goes to I don't know, Seattle or Arizona or Ugh, something. And then yeah, he's there for yeah. a year or two and it doesn't work out for him there. And the next thing you look up and he's a Houston Texan three or four years from now. And then he's a Carolina Panther. It's not a good look. He just bounces around. Yeah. And he ends up playing, you know, maybe six or seven seasons for five or six different teams. Well, I guess that would be impossible at this point because he's already going into his fourth year. But you catch my drift. He ends up playing seven or eight years for, for three different teams, four different teams, something like that. It's it's a real make or break year for Devin Bush. And and for finally too, because as Arthur Motes alluded to, those excuses just aren't there anymore. You know, we, we could talk about the absence of Jerry O for a period of time last season, dealing with the the unexpected passing of his wife and how maybe that affected Devin Bush losing his position coach. We could talk about how not having Tyson Alawalu and uh, Stephon Tuitt made it a lot harder for the linebackers to operate. We could bring Joe Schobert into that conversation too. And then we can obviously discuss... The, the recovery from a very serious knee injury. But all those excuses ain't there this year. In fact, they're the opposite. Um, the uh, the defensive line should be revamped, and they could even add another pedigree guy there in the draft. You bring in Brian Flores as well, too, who's going to help. You got Terrell Austin, a new defensive coordinator. I mean, he was on the staff, but he's a new defensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The, the excuses are gone. You, you've had a full offseason here of health. You're going to come into camp with Miles Jack it's it's time to perform for all that. Devin Bush, number two on my list. Whew. I like when you put it together like that. Whew. You make it sound even more eloquently than I make it sound. I'm just throwing it out there. But for me, my number two guy on this list with the most pressure, the most approved, I go to Chooks or for. So Ooh. I finally have the numbers and I figured so out. So we just flipped our two and yeah, three. I realized why I couldn't get the numbers the way I wanted them to. They don't have him listed as a right or a left tackle. They just have him listed as a tackle. Gotcha. So when you do the math, he's his contract total value is worth 29 mil. So that will put him as the eighth highest paid right tackle in the league. Top 10. And if you were talking about left tackle money, he'll be 19th in terms of overall contract value in terms of the league and stuff like that. So top 10 right tackle money for certain. That's that's, that's significant. That's, that's the organization yes. putting a ring on it. That's that's very significant. Mm-hmm. Not only did they do that, they got rid of uh, Zach Banner as well, the guy who had beaten him out the year prior to. So with that being the case, yes, there's a ton of pressure on Chooks. Now he has to live up to this contract, live up to the organization taking a leap of faith in a sense because, yes, Chooks has played well at times, but he's also struggled at times. We know that he wasn't the biggest reason why our O-line struggled, but at the same time, he does have flaws in terms of his game and in terms of how, you know, we like to approach it in terms of the running game versus his pass pro. But now with the money that he's going to be making, it changes a lot for him. Oh yeah. The expectations drastically increase things that we might've turned a blind eye to and just say, well, it's chooks It's you know, it is what it is. Those things go out the window <clears throat> when you see what he's going to be making, mm-hmm. because now you have to say to yourself, well, hey, if I'm paying him on average nine point seven five, essentially 10 mil a year. Well, what if that was only five mil and I could bring in another player? 
You know, those yeah, are the things you sure. realistically think Absolutely. of. Absolutely. You think of, well, hey, man, if he's, you know, not to this standard, what about this guy right here I could have brought in or that guy could have given an extension to guys that you might have lost in free agency? It's like, man, well, instead of paying him that, we could have got this guy or paid that guy instead. That's what Chooks now becomes a part of. That that becomes a part of his his makeup, his, his conversation when we're evaluating him. And I'm hoping that he can live up to that, but this is going to be his first time in his career having that type of pressure because prior to that, the only pressure he had was, can you beat out Zach Banner? The only pressure he had was, okay, Zach Banner is back allegedly healthy. Are can they going to keep him on the field? Can you hold on to your spot? Yeah. That was it. This is going to be a whole different ball game now that we're talking about when we coming into the season with expectations that he is supposed to play at a high level, that he is supposed to be one of the anchors to this offensive line. You can't be the weak link now. You can't even be viewed as debatable weak link now when you're getting paid what he's getting paid. Mm -hmm. And like I said, that is going to be drastically different than what he's ever had to experience at the professional level. But I'm hoping that Chooks is up for that challenge, man. Um, He seems like a guy that handles adversity extremely well. He's still growing in this position because, remember, he was a late starter to football. But he started playing, what, 13 years old. So with that being the case, he's still going to have time to learn this position. He's still going to have time to grow and develop. And we just hope that, he can become a lot more consistent going forward because that's the biggest thing with all these guys that have, that we've named thus far. They've all flashed talent. They've all shown why they were drafted high, why they're either in position to get a contract extension or have received a contract extension mm-hmm. because they all in some way, shape, or form show you starter capabilities. But the issue with all of these guys is the consistency, and that's where they're just going to have to dig deep and figure out what makes them be more consistent and what makes them have these lapses in in mental or physical judgment. And once we can get them to balance that out, then from there, I think that, you know, we'll see a lot better version of these guys. Sure. And our opinions of them would would definitely change. Agreed. But until that consistency, you know, until that consistency shows up, this is what it's going to always be with those guys. Completely agree. All right. Now, here we go. Number one on our lists of top five Steelers with the most approved in you, 2022. No, no. Do you got a slash on this one as well? I'm I do just, not. Okay, I'll just check it. Don't worry. I just cheated once, okay? Okay. Cheat me once. I mean, I'm just saying. Shame like, on you. My, Cheat me twice. My, 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 my count is off, though. I'm, just, I'm trying to get this count right. I'm just so thrown off right now, man. Can <laughs> so I get, number one. I'm like, you just had number one. This is number zero. This is number zero. <laughs> this is number zero. <laughs> Agent zero. He said, I don't count no, zero. Zero, one, two, three, four, five. Ah, there we go. Agent zero. Gilbert Arenas. That's my list. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good Friday. <sighs> Can I get a little drum roll, please, here, Uh-oh. Arthur Motes? Uh, that sounds like a, a, a military gun going off right there. I'm like, wait a second. Is Russia here in Bridgeville? What are we doing? <laughs> Number one on my list. It's the prom king. It's the quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. And I, you know, I thought about this a lot when I was driving in here today. Is it really fair to have Mitch number one? You know, he's coming to a new organization. It's not like the Steelers paid him crazy money, right? It's not like they mm-hmm. paid him QB1 franchise type money and they're putting all this, you know, it's not like they did what the Browns did to, to get their guy right. or like the Broncos did to get their guy, right? Or even an Aaron Rodgers type contract. But you know what, Motsi? That's just kind of the nature of the position. The more and more I thought about this. I think you and I are kind of on the same page with Mitch Trubisky. Maybe same church, different pew. We both think if the situation's right around him, that this team can certainly win games with him. If the defense is one of the best units in the league, if the offensive line on the run game takes a step forward, and if his playmakers have solid seasons, 
we could certainly see the Steelers making the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky. But you got to go out there and do it. You got to go out there and prove it. And we haven't seen this guy play now in over a year. You know, it's it's great to say, oh, well, he you know he spent a whole year in the film room with Josh Allen, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Ah, he spent a whole year with Brian Dable, you know, who was one of the hottest names and is now a head coach and went from offensive coordinator to head coach. That's how highly regarded he was around the league. But we all know what it looked like the last time, you know, Mitch was was a starting quarterback for an NFL franchise. And we could sit here and we could argue till we're blue in the face about how good the Bears really were and how good their weapons were and how good their coaching staff was and compare that to the Steelers and all that. But when you're the quarterback, as much as it's funny, like I hate using wins and losses as a quarterback record. But you're gonna do it, huh? But but you know that's what it all comes you know that's what it all comes down to. Yeah. It all comes down to being able to win. It's like a starting pitcher in baseball, right? You could be Jake DeGrom and you could have like a one point one ERA or something mm-hmm. ridiculous, but the Mets can't score runs to help you, and so therefore your record's like five hundred. And no one, you know, really talks about you the way that they should be. When you're a quarterback and you win games, a lot of the other stuff doesn't matter. You know, yeah, we talk about Jimmy G and Ryan Tannehill and how we think they're good, but can they really get over the top and all these different things? But they're still thought of as QB ones across the National Football League. Can Mitch Trubisky be that? Because if he can, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not even going to sit here and tell you they're one of the best two or three teams in the AFC. But they'll have some very good performances. They will play meaningful football down the stretch in December into January. And I think that they will be in the division hunt, and probably be, you know, pretty securely be a wild card team, at least, if that's the case. So uh, maybe that's putting a lot on Mitch Trubisky. His first year, when it's not like they paid him or gave up capital to make him the savior of the franchise, but when you're the quarterback, again, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. I think especially when you are the quarterback who has to follow the guy, the 18-year, one-team, Hall of Fame, two-time Super Bowl champion. I thought about it a lot when I was driving in here today, and I got about a 30-minute drive down here, so that's some time to think. But I'm sticking with it. Mitch Trubisky, number one with the most to prove in 2022 for his long-term career as well. See, you're a lot more nice than I am. You're a lot more eloquent than I am. To me, I got Mitch up here at number one solely because everybody else talked him up into being this franchise quarterback all of a sudden. Talked him up into being QB1 all of a sudden. Oh, he's on the Steelers now, so he's supposed to just turn on a light switch and be the guy. I don't feel that way. I don't. And since everybody seems to feel that way now that he's on our team, whereas, if I remember correctly, we spoke on Todd Haley bringing up Mr. Bisky's name. And I don't remember the replies being, oh, yeah, man, we love that guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He can help us out in a major way. That was definitely not the case. But now because he's on our team, he's played by the Steelers, now we're supposed to just act like he's something different all of a sudden? To me, that's the biggest reason why he has the most to prove in my eyes. Because everybody has talked him up. And talked him up to where the point where even though the money doesn't say that he's the guaranteed QB1, everybody talks about him as QB1. Nobody talks about Mason Rudolph anymore. Nobody talks about Dwayne Haskins anymore. But what makes Mitch's situation any different than Haskins or Mason's situation? Mm. Nothing. He's, he's, he's singing for his supper like, like all those guys are. The money is the same. The expectation, well, no, the expectations are different, but the money is the same. And in terms of overall ability, you can make a case that it's still the same. But because we just signed him, he's the new shiny toy. Now all of a sudden it's, oh, yeah, man, this is the guy. Yeah, yeah, he going to make it happen, man. We can go to the plus. But this guy, I'm just like, okay. So that's why for me, 
none of that other stuff that y'all are talking about. Mm -mm, mm -mm. The simple You're fact that it. nope, the simple fact that y'all have put that on him that he's the guy, he's QB one. That's the only reason why I think he has a lot to prove. Because if that wasn't expectations, well, yeah, I don't think he has anything to prove because we already know what the expectation is around him. He has not solidified himself at two locations. Now, one, we know he was going behind Josh Allen, but even when he had those opportunities, he looked good, yes. But it didn't look like, oh, my gosh, like, where has this guy been our whole career? That was never the case. And the sample size. How small of a sample size are we talking about in Buffalo? Minuscule. But we're willing to crown a guy and say because he was in Buffalo – that that makes him better. Because he was surrounded by greatness. Well, he must have gotten better. You know a guy named Landry Jones? I do. He was another guy who beat WVU way too often. Thanks for bringing that name up. Because he was surrounded by greatness as, as well, right? <laughs> he was. Yes, he was. And how'd that work off him? Uh, last time I checked. Exactly. I'm not sure. Yeah. Was he in the AAF? He was in the AAF. He, he was in the, the XFL. XFL he didn't done them all. Oh, he reunited with Bob Stoops in yeah, this yeah. XFL, didn't he? Did, he? he did it all. He was supposed to be the oh. face down there as well. He didn't did done it all. Hey, he's back with Bob Stoops. Maybe but but as that. a whole, though... Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At s and Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why s and Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, s and Bank is here to help. Learn how s and Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. s and Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards oh yeah never lived up to that no, right that's a, that's it never a, rubbed off on example. him right yeah so to me when i hear this narrative of oh well he was up in buffalo well i happened to watch buffalo games i ain't see him out there on that field doing anything that was josh allen out there doing that we're not going to just make him be something that he's not because he was next to this guy that's I my biggest issue agree. man but because he sat in a lot of meetings with brian dable but that's the narrative all of a sudden surrounding him Oh, you saw what he did in Buffalo. It's like, bro, you might be able to put together four quarters of what he did in Buffalo for the whole season, including preseason. His, his highlight tape would be five minutes long. Maybe. Not even that. Three minutes long. And are we talking regular season highlight tape? No, are we talking I mean, preseason including, highlight Including the preseason. Right. And, and that, to me, is why I'm just so skeptical about this situation here. Well, that's That's fair. But... Look we, at us. Look at us finishing but, but we'll, we'll see, man. with the same we'll, we'll number one. I just don't think that it's solidified. But because that seems to be the thought process around it, I think that puts way more pressure on Mitch than he needs to have. I think Mitch needs to come in here with the same mentality. Uh, well, he can't do it now, but I think that his it should have been no different than with Haskins and no different than how we talk about Mason. We like certain things about him. We don't like certain things about him. But we're not going to make them into something that they're not. It's kind of like what we said about the draft, right? All these quarterbacks all of a sudden, right? A year ago, we didn't say anything about them guys to that level. Mm -hmm. Six months ago, we weren't talking anything about them like that to that level. And that was while they were in season. Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden, we're just keep talking about them. Keep talking about them. Oh, yeah, this guy right here. Oh, man, did I tell you about this guy over here from Liberty? Did I tell you about this guy from, from Pitt? It's like, man, when did this all happen? That's all. Let's go to the tweets here. We've gotten a lot of tweets on the show today. Let's just go to these top five lists, yeah. and then we'll save the other tweets like yeah. we normally do. For and the I end. do hope Mitch plays well. I'm just going to oh, throw that out do. there because I feel like and I he, have to throw the disclaimer out there because otherwise they're like, oh, man, you're being too negative. If he does, this so, team's going to be in the playoffs. Yes. Hopefully Mitch can live up to the expectations that fans have put on him. Did you just hashtag you people, the Steelers I did. fans? Yes, because I 
don't agree with this thought process. But I want to make sure that the and it's not all because I don't like to say an absolute statement. Sure, sure. But there is a large majority that feels this way about Mitch. So I want them to be right. I hope that he lives up to their expectations. Because if they do, then it'd be a great situation. But I guess I'm just a little skeptical. Rod Dahl is with you. He tweets and says, I'm with you, Moats. I still think that QB position is up for grabs. Shout out to the homie Rod Dollar, man. He gets it. All right, let's go that's, through. That's, that's how I feel, man. No, that's I, how I feel. I think that's smart by you. I think I, I think that's that's fair. Let's uh, let's go through some of your all's answers. Yen's, Yen's all's answers here. Y'all's answers here. You all. Touching all wow. the geography. Uh, Jason tweets us. Jason Z, our buddy from the Terrible what Tailgate. What do? Number five, Chase Claypool. Number four, Deontay Johnson. Number three, Chooks Akor. Four. Number two, Devin Bush. Number one, Matt Canada. Whoa, hey oh, now. He cheated a little bit there. I mean, we were just sticking with players, but you know what, Jason? That's that's a fair point. We talked about that in the context of we, we did our three earlier in the week. We did three areas of confidence, three yeah. areas of concern, and we talked about Matt Canada's offense in the context of that. That's a good one there by Jason to sneak I mean, him he into this. He does have a lot to prove. Though, oh, absolutely. Well, neither of us. I don't think anyone's denying that. Uh, Frank tweets us and says most approved. Number five, the entire offensive line. Now you see Frank's. He's working like me. He's 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 fitting. He's fitting see, extra but, names. But, but, but in Frank, there. Frank, I like how you just classified it as the unit, so it still shows up as one on the oh, list. I should have just put wider. Exactly. In. Right, fine. I see, see what you did there. That's why when you cheat, man, you, you, ain't, you ain't thinking clear. Come on, man. You got this, dog. Number Next four, Stephon Tewitt. I had a guilty conscience is what you're Jeez. telling me. Number four, Stephon Tewitt. Now, that's a good one. He would have been on my honorable mention list, Stephon Tewitt. Um, number three, Mitch Trubisky. Number two, Devin Bush. Number one, Chase Claypool. Hmm. Since he has Chase as one. You said right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Maybe that's just because Frank had high expectations for Chase Claypool ah, and be. believes in yeah. his upside. Yeah. Uh, Eric Mel tweets us and says, number five, Mitch Trubisky. Number 18, Deontay Johnson. Number three, Kevin Dotson. That's another good one yeah. that we haven't talked about. Expectations as, around him. As TG said on Wednesday, that guy with the do-rag. <laughs> the guy with the do-rag. Let's see if he can live up to some of those lofty expectations that he that had early funny, on in his man. career. That was definitely funny. Number two, Chooks. Number one, Devin Bush. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Rod Dalla says number five, Chase Claypool. Number four, Arthur Mollette. Now, that's not one that we that we didn't discuss either. Interesting. Number three, Benny Snell, another new name. Number two, Cam Sutton. And number one, Devin Bush. Interesting. Benny Snell. I don't know how I feel about that answer, Motsi, because I, I don't. that ship might have already sailed. I said ship might have no. already sailed. But I don't know. Could be wrong. Benny Snell, have, on, Benny Snell have something to prove this year? Or is he going to even have an opportunity? They might replace him and bring somebody else in. No, but if I remember correctly, isn't Benny unrestricted right now? I Hold on. Had, I thought he had one this more This is last year. year then, right? It should be his last yeah. year. Let me, okay, yeah. I was about to say it, it would have been four years, and this was his last year was his third season. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. Okay, I was yeah. about to say, wait a minute now. I think I only got left, right? Okay. Cam Sutton's an interesting one, too, because he was the one who got a pretty pretty nice deal from the team this time last yeah. year. Um, got to see if he can live up to that and maybe even you know secure his long-term future. Francis tweets us and says, Happy Friday, guys. Top five Steelers with the most approved. Number five, Deontay Johnson. Number four, insert starting quarterback here. <laughs> one of those guys. One of them. Number three, Kevin Dotson. I think he can still be great. Number two, Chase Claypool. And number one, Devin Bush. So a lot of the same names that, that we've, we, we've had here. Dotson's a good just, one, though, man. That is a good one. Dotson is a good one. Dot- he's a, he, yeah. I didn't have him on my honorable mention list, but he's another good one. Kendrick Green is certainly another yeah. good one. Um, am I right to put Presley Harvin in this conversation as well, too, Motsi? Is that fair? I mean, it's based off a of draft place, right? Just because he was drafted. 
and just in terms of you know this if it doesn't work out for him to start this season, mm-hmm. all of a sudden your your NFL window's starting to close. You know, he'd get another opportunity, right. but all of a sudden that window's getting getting smaller and smaller and you know in terms of having to sing for your supper as well. Yeah, cuz like the, I think the difference for me like when I think of Dotson, Dotson has already proven one year how good he could be or at least Shown the flashes. framework of it. Yeah. Whereas the reason I don't think of Kendrick Green or Presley Harvin in that vein just yet is because they haven't shown that they can do it to that level just yet. Agreed. Agreed. And I think, like, when I think of, like, expectations and who has more to prove, now you could make in the case that they need to prove that they can do that, and why, without a doubt, then yes, I definitely can, you know, understand that perspective as well. But I was just taking more of the approach of, like, guys that have at least seen do it. That's his go. Oh, man. That's, that's, a, that's a good one. Let's see here. Matt. So, see, he we finally get a Kendrick Green here. Matt tweets us. And uh, it's at Wesley Euler at Dubody52. Duh. Body. By the way, if you want to chime in on this conversation, any conversation, every conversation that we have here on the show. Every conversation? So ever, ever? Ever, ever? Matt says number five, Deontay Johnson. Number four, Stephon Tuitt. Number three, Akella Witherspoon. Number two, Kendrick Green. And number one, Chase Claypool. Akella, Akella, yeah, he did get the check. Now, it's interesting. I wonder why everyone is, or more people have said Akella, but no one has said Levi Wallace. Because they both got the same exact deal. So you they know what? both have the same I kind of expectations, right? I think it's because it's just the local. Like, we, we saw the entire body of work with Akella Witherspoon mm-hmm. this past season. Where Levi Wallace, he was quiet at the beginning of the season. And then mm-hmm. Tredavis White got hurt. And then he was outstanding. And I think that's just kind of what people from outside of the Bills bubble remember. Was mm-hmm. oh yeah he stepped in for Tre'Davious White he did a great job that playoff games won the division you know but that's for, what I'm saying how different is that if, from Akello though well see I am beginning you can of the year this or beginning part Akello like not did, dressing did Levi have the because remember Akello did play and it wasn't pretty early in the season but the only play we can point back to where we can definitively say he had a struggle was the, the Raiders, Raiders game. game and it was literally the play where we said man if Trey Norwood actually blitzes. And Mika holds the middle of the field. It's a different outcome. 100% with you. I just think Steelers fans see that, Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't see the the boo-boos, the mistakes, the uh uh-ohs that Levi Wallace made because they're not watching the Bills every single minute of every single Sunday. You know, we're we're more focused on our own front lawn as Steelers fans than we are, you know, those guys up north of Erie. At least... I don't know. That's that's okay. That's what I got for you. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, man, they got the exact same deal. They're pretty much the exact same situation. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. Maybe I should have penciled those guys both in there. Yeah, you, see, as well you, could, you could have done that. You could have like seven guys on your, on your top five list, man. Steeler Nation's uh, 920, our buddy up in Wisconsin, says Devin Bush, Dan Moore Jr., Mitch Trubisky, Deontay Johnson, and Najee Harris. Dan Moore's a, a good one. Najee's an interesting one if you look at it in the context of first-round draft pick, mm-hmm. and we all think he can be one of these elite running backs. Because I think we all, you know, we all know that he – belongs on the roster that he oh, is, yeah, that he's a yeah. good NFL running back but can he be a great one can he you know be one of these top five guys well and the difference between you know some of the top five guys is they've done it for more than one year 100 percent. we know how 100%. difficult it is to do it for multiple years I mean Philip Lindsay is a prime example Philip had you know one where it was like out of this world and then it was kind of like oh I never really got back yes. to that that's per a great se. example I mean that happens more times than Josh not Jacobs yeah too. that's what I was about to say that yeah. happens more times than not where you look at a guy and you're like Oh, he's supposed to be the one. And for whatever reason, it, it's a letdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even right. J.K. Dobbins to an extent, but granted, it was because yeah. he got hurt, yeah. but that was right. another guy in that right. category. 
Our buddy Thrash, he's cheating like me too. Number five, Alu Alu and Tuit returning. Alu Alu and Tuit. Number four, Arthur Mollette. Number three, Kevin Dotson. Number two, Devin Bush. Number one, Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. Katie throws in a first-time name here. Number five, Alex Highsmith. Number four, Witherspoon. Okay. Three, Chooks. Two, Dan Moore. One, Kendrick Green. Yeah, Highsmith, certainly. Again, we all think he's good and he belongs, but can he be a true Robin. No, I think for and, and, like the way I look at uh, Highsmith, I think that he's already proven that to an extent. I think right now he's trying to prove how much money he's worth, though. Mm, yeah, that's a good because point. it's an easier situation for him right now when he's under a rookie deal. You don't expect too much from him, but you look at the st- uh, the stats he put up last year. That proves that you know he can definitely be a Robin. He belongs yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I just think like when you're talking about how much you want to pay this guy, Robin. right? And yeah. that's that's the big difference because. Bud isn't Batman, but Bud showed that, hey, man, with the right situation, I can cook. And that's why he was franchise tagged here and ultimately got paid the way that he did to go to Tennessee. I think that Alex is trying to show that he can do that. Yes. Because right now, he's yes. definitely a proven running mate. I mean, you see the the success that he was having last year when TJ was out there. And even when TJ was not out there, I think he's already proven that he belongs. But to what level? Because right now, are you saying that, you know, you will give him an extension where he gets double digit money? No. Right. And that's the thing. I think for him, he's trying to show that he is worth that double digit money because a good player. I mean, I would give him six right now. I think he's worth that. Yeah. yeah. But when you're talking about pass rushers, six is chump change in today's NFL. That's chump change. So for him, he's going to need to prove that he is worth that double digit money and whether that is staying here in Pittsburgh or elsewhere. But either way, I think like that's kind of what I think of when I think of uh, of, a high school because he I mean, you talk about consistency. He mm-hmm. he's been super consistent, not just I, I as a pass agree. rusher, but as a run stopper as well. And then also when you think about him doing it on multiple years now as well, that's the mm-hmm. other part. We're, we're seeing more, that body of work. Good year Absolutely. Maybe get close to double digit sacks or hit that 10 number. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're cooking. We're going to take our final break here. We'll get to more of your tweets on the other side. We'll hear from Mason Cole, what he had to say about where he thinks his best position fit is along the offensive line. And we'll give our final top five Friday. Best logos in the league and the five logos that need redone. You know where to chime in if you want to get involved with any of this. Questions, comments, concerns, reactions, get at us. It's a Steelers Blitz on SNR. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.